Blog Talk Radio. Church family, 
True Believers Tabernacle Church, where our pastor, our senior pastor, Pastor Otis Logan. If you're ever in the Dallas area, feel free to come and worship with us. We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive, Dallas, Texas, 75216. Once again, I want to thank each and every one for our business to this program and also thank Thank you, prayers, and support. Have a question. Have you noticed at a wedding, the preacher will ask the bride and groom to say, I do? Once they are asked, the ceremony will not continue until they say I do out of their own mouths. No one else can speak up for them. They are supposed to verbalize what they say, what they want. Also, when you look at it, Romans 10 and 9 tells us, if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. In other words, confess with your own mouth. In other words, you got to say it out. Say it out of your own mouth. That shows the importance of opening up your mouth and saying what you want. On today, we're going to discuss, talk about the importance of speaking up for yourself Use your own voice and also don't rely on others to speak up for you. In this episode called Speak Now or Forever, Hold Your Peace. You know, this topic is very, very, if you want to say personal with me, those that know I work for the Dallas Sheriff Department, I'm I'm a jailer. And one of the most frustrating things I have to deal with is when I have to deal with people who don't speak up for themselves. Matter of fact, when I talk to not just the inmates, but even to the uh, my coworkers, that's one of my number one pet peeves. I hate for someone to have to speak up for somebody else. No, no, no. That's I, I think I've always been like that, but when I have to deal with people who don't speak up for themselves, it actually, it actually put a a bad stigma on them, a bad label. And like I said, today we want to talk about the importance of speaking up for yourself, but also what we're going to do, we're going to talk about even the consequences of you speaking up for somebody else. First, When you look at it, God has given each and every one of us a voice. And sometimes people, maybe based upon their upbringing, their childhood, sometimes some people don't use their own voice. Now, I'm not talking about somebody who is shy or someone who, mm, let's just say, don't vocalize much. No, but we're talking about 
when it matters. We talk about when it's time for someone to say what they want or make a statement for themselves to stand up on their own feet. There are some people who don't speak up for themselves for various reasons. Sometimes they feel that, well, nobody listening anyway. Or sometimes they're so used to just getting leftovers or getting looked over. Sometimes some people don't want to be confrontational. They would rather just avoid, in their mindset, if they speak up for themselves, they feel like they are, they might be causing a problem because they're speaking up for themselves. But in fact, it is our responsibility as human beings to be able to stand up for our own rights. You can look at in school, you can look at it even on your job. Each and every one of us have rights. And it's our responsibility to study what our rights are. People will not tell you what your rights are. You have to study it for yourself. And if you don't study for yourself, then people will actually use you. And sometimes we expect for people to have our best interest at heart. But in fact, it's not going to happen. It's not a guarantee that people will have your best interest at heart. There are sometimes people just look out for themselves. And like I said, they could be in the corporate world. They could be within family. They could even be within the church. But the key thing, it is our responsibility to know our rights and speak up for our rights. Let's look at some of the consequences of not speaking up for yourself. Matter of fact, some consequences, when you don't speak up for yourself, you end up cutting out your own blessing. You end up stopping your own promotion. That can be a physical promotion pertaining to an advancement uh, position. It can be a raise. But most importantly, your stance, your rights. When you don't speak up for yourself, people will actually use you. People will actually walk over you. Or you give people permission to walk over you. And when you don't speak up for yourself, you actually deny your own identity. What do I mean? Most people, when they have low self-esteem, most people who have low self-esteem don't speak up for themselves in situations that really matters. And so now it becomes a pattern. They might have dealt with that in the home, and now it has progressed to the workplace, sometimes within school, and then other areas. So it's important for us to speak up for ourselves, but also understand what our rights are. Study. Matter of fact, each job comes with a code of ethics. They have a, a written document pertaining to the expectations of who, matter of fact, the expectations of 
what you how how you supposed to conduct yourself pertaining uh, to your appearance. It don't it not only tells you what they expect out of you, but also gives you insight of what you should expect out of the company, what the company is supposed to provide for you. But unfortunately, many of us really don't read our rights. Sometimes we expect others to tell us, but it is our responsibility. Listen, it is our responsibility to study what our rights are, to know it, and then utilize it. When it looks like we're not getting our rights, then we need to vocalize. But when you expect other people to to speak up for you, then you're actually calling yourself to be, if you want to say, you're allowing other people to be responsible for you. I want to say this. Some years ago when I was at work, it might have been my first year, maybe two years, first two years working at my job, we were in the detail room, never forget, on a Saturday, and it was about 80 officers that were in there. And the supervisor at the time came in and said, a rule that he's going to implement, and everybody was very displeased. He said that they were going to remove the chairs for the officers during visitation time. And everybody said, no, 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 that ain't right, that ain't right. And he said, okay, for those who are against the rule, we want each and every one of you all to write a memorandum. And so everybody was like, yeah, okay, okay. And so I never written one before. So I had one of my coworkers to help me. And as I was writing it, I was saying, okay, we feel I was speaking in a plural form instead of a singular form. I was speaking on behalf of my coworkers. I said, okay, we feel, and like I said, uh, we, us, I was typing all these in plural form. And so he called all the officers to his office who wrote a memorandum. He collected all the memorandums and called all the officers. Out of 80 officers, you know how many were in his office who wrote a memorandum? Two, myself and another young lady. Out of 80 people. And so when he spoke to us, he read my memorandum out. And he said, oh, okay, well, you can't say we. You have to say you. You can't speak up for everybody else. You have to speak up for yourself. And so at the end of our meeting, he commended us for speaking up for ourselves. But what he said, because of the majority that did not write a memorandum, because the majority didn't write it, they're saying that they're okay with it, regardless of how they bickered or complained during the detail they showed what their stance was by not submitting a memorandum. And then later on, we ended up having to march. And we didn't get what we desired because somebody else spoke up. There was a spokesperson, and that spokesperson got what they wanted. They cut a deal for themselves instead of the group. And so that was a very valuable lesson to me. Number one, I found out no matter what situation that you're in, 
you always have to speak up for yourself. Don't rely upon other people to speak up for you because no one would be as passionate as you are. And a lot of times, people are not affected by your issue. People, Some people just don't care. As long as it does not affect them, they don't care. But if it affects you, then, you know, hey, look here, um, I mean it for myself. That's the way some of them feel. So it's best to know your rules, your rights, and if there's any injustice, make sure you follow the proper protocol and speak up for yourself. Because if you don't speak up for yourself, you allow yourself to be walked over. So it is very important for us to speak up for ourselves. And like I said, not just speaking up for ourselves, but what happens when we do speak up for ourselves, it gives us the confidence. It, it gives us encouragement. It helps us to be confident in our ability to speak, in our, our, our ability to explain what the issue is. And a lot of time when you look at it, most people, when we expect other people to speak up for us, most people get into more trouble when when they dip their nose in somebody else's business. In other words, when you speak up for somebody else, you actually not just dip yourself in other people's business, but what happens, you become liable for that person you're speaking up for. So that's why it's important for us to not just speak up for ourselves, but also to allow other people to speak up for themselves. I will say this. This may be a little touching subject. There is a lot of mothers, and the mother loves their children, especially the boys. The mothers love their boys. But a lot of times, the mothers think that they're helping their boys, but the mothers are actually speaking up for them for the son when it's the son's responsibility to speak up for themselves. What happens, the mother actually hinders or handicaps their son. And what happens, the mother thinking that they're helping their son, but in fact is handicapping them and is helping them to start depending upon somebody else to speak up for them, but especially they're going to be expecting their mother to speak up for them. And when a boy expects his mother to speak up for him, he's going to always expect his mother or a female to speak up for him. And then if it's not his mother, then eventually it will be his wife. And that's actually a bad thing. That's not a good thing. Because once he expects his wife, girlfriend, significant other, to speak up for him, we're going to say this in the terms of marriage, if it's his wife. If he's expecting his wife to speak up for him, what's going to happen, he's not going to be respected by her the way that he deserves to be or desires to be respected. He's not going to be viewed as that protector, as that coverer. Why? Because when it comes down to matters of the family, he's not speaking up for it. 
the wife is speaking up for the family, not him. But if he's not speaking up and it's the wife speaking up, then what's going to happen? He's going to start beating himself up. If he's if he really desire respect in that relationship, respect in that marriage, he's going to wonder why she may be respecting other men and not so much of him. Why? Because when it boils down to the responsibilities of the family, he's not speaking up. And that's actually a handicap. And it stems from sometimes childhood. So even though and I'm going to say this, if you notice, the mother would speak up for the son, but oftentimes the daddy would have the son speak up for himself. So that shows the importance and the difference between how father allow his son to take care of a situation versus mother speaking up or taking the situation for herself on behalf of her son. So it's, impo- it's very important, especially, especially when it's starting small. The worst thing that a parent can do is even to tell a child to shut up. What happens when you tell him to shut up, it actually silences him. It actually may make him feel, him or her, feel that their voice is not important. We have to be able to teach. We have to be able to help our children to understand their importance of speaking up. Now, who knows? Even while they're young, it starts. It it really has to start when they're small. Now, when they become a teenager, if, if you have to, well, if they haven't done all that when they were small and then you're trying to have them to speak up, when they become a teenager, then I'm not going to say it's too, too late, but it becomes more challenging. So it's almost like you have to give them a crash course and allow them in different situations. You have to allow them to start speaking up. Even it could be as small as, hey, going to the fast food restaurant or maybe going to a sit-down restaurant and having them to vocalize their order. What do you want? Or even if you tell them, hey, look, I want you to place the order for me. Having them to practice that way, you know, even going to the checkout center at the grocery store, having them to greet the clerk, whatever, you know, just having them in different situations where they have to speak up. That actually helps them. And even it's almost, like I said, even if it's a crash course, it helps them to understand the importance of saying what you want so that way you can get what you want or what you need. Now, when it boils down to it, like I was saying earlier, even when it comes down to a husband, a husband or a father, the father is looked upon as the protector, the, if you want to say, the head of the family. The, the leader of the family and the family, the, the wife and the children is looking up to their father to have him to make sure that the family is safe. 
and not just a physical safety, not just by his presence, but also his authority. So that authority is not just a physical authority with muscles or strength, but also, like I said, vocally with his voice. If you notice, there is a different command that happens when daddy speaks to a child versus mother speaks to a child. But if daddy never speaks up, if daddy is always passive and mother is the one that has to be the aggressor and, like I said, speaking up for the family, then it actually hinders the family because if there is a son in the family, he's going to mimic daddy because he sees what daddy would do. And also, even with the daughter, what happened, the daughter may even link up with a boy that's just like her daddy, where now the daughter now have to be the dominant one because she chose someone that was just like her daddy. And vice versa, where the son, the son mimicking his daddy, now he's looking for someone that's going to speak up like his mama did. So that begins a generational curse. So to nip everything in the bud, we as men, as fathers, we have to speak up because our children, our family is dependent upon us to protect them, to guide them. And that takes us speaking up for issues. I remember growing up, I would watch a show called Good Times and James Evans, James Evans was in the household. Whenever there was a problem pertains to the family, if daddy wasn't in the house, the wife, Florida, Florida Evans would always say, well, you know what? Wait till daddy gets home. Or if there was some type of uh, bill that needed to be paid, if there was a bill to collect a call in, they would say, James on the way home, or James to be home in a minute, or James is here. She would always have James to take care of that. And so what happened, the family felt safe and secured. And like I said, it really helps. It really helps the family to function. Why? Because not just daddy taking his lead role, but daddy is participating in showing the family how to pattern themselves so that way they can do the same thing. So that really helps all of us to be able to grow and mature and do what we need to do as far as using our voice. Also, when you look at it, what happens when we don't use our voice? We end up getting what people say we should get. We don't get our heart's desire. We don't get what we want. We get what people want us to have. And that actually handicaps us. That actually, if you think about it, it's just like going to, like I said, a fast food restaurant. And instead of placing your order, somebody behind the counter gives you what they want you to have. Would you be happy? Especially when you got to pay for it. No. You get what you want. But in order for you to get what you want, you got to say what you want. And like I said earlier, you know, of course, Salvation, salvation, salvation have us to speak. Salvation commands us to speak. 
that the Lord Jesus Christ is our personal Savior. But that not only pertains to salvation, but that pertains to everything else. What I'm going to do, I'm going to take a little pause. And right now, I'm going to go to the phone line. I'm going to start with the last four digits. I'm going to say the last four digits of the telephone numbers. So that way you will know I'm having you on the line at the time. I'm going to start with the last four is 0999. Hello, welcome to Reignite My Heart Radio Program. You're on the air. Hello? Hello, welcome to Reignite My Heart. You're on the air. Okay. I'm going to go with last four is four nine. Hello, welcome to Reignite My Heart Radio Program. You're on the air. Hello? Hello? Yes, ma'am. How are you doing today? I am good. Yourself? Doing great, doing great, doing great. Well, right now we were talking about the importance of speaking up for yourself. Um, You're welcome to Say what's on your heart, or even if you just want to just listen to the show, whatever you want to do, you're welcome to say so at this time. I was just listening in on the show. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate you, and please keep us on the top of your prayer list. I will do. All right, all right. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Okay, okay. right now I'm going to go to the last four is three Five nine seven. Hello, welcome Hello. to Reconnect My Heart Radio Program. You're on the air. Hello. Yes, ma'am. How you doing Hello. today? Oh, I'm blessed. Good, good, good. I just yeah. want to tell you, Brother Prater, that I enjoyed this, this show, Thank and um, I will be listening to it. It was very enlightening um, about. Um, uh, you not speaking out for yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, in other words, using your own voice, and uh, people don't speak out for themselves. And mm-hmm. uh, I would encourage everybody to to speak out for themselves, mm-hmm. because uh, uh, my grandmother used to say, "Each to its own." Every two sit on their own body. So that yes. means that uh, we got to pray for ourselves. And I did mm-hmm. enjoy the program, and God bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, and, and thank you for that words of wisdom also. You know, it's very important. I'm going to cut this mic down a little bit on my earphones. Okay. You know, like she was saying, it's very important for us because a lot of times we don't realize the importance. A lot of times we just, sometimes we just, if you want to say just think that it's just something kind of small, but in fact it actually has a big impact when you delegate your responsibility to someone else they really don't take care of it like it's yours it's just like that old saying nobody would take care of your stuff better than you and so when it comes down to your issues you can't rely upon somebody else and I know sometimes pertaining to legal matters Somebody can hire a high-collar or high-priced attorney, 
that was represent them. But even in that case, a person not just uh, relying upon the attorney to do the uh, fact-finding or find out different laws that will help them in their case. No, even though you might have hired an attorney, you still have to do your responsibility because no matter what, that attorney, they may be hired by you, but they may not even be emotionally invested into your company or into your case. But if you are invested into it and you take out the time, how they say two hours or four hours or better than two. So it's our responsibility. And a lot of time it's us that is on the line. It's our neck that's on the line. So it's important for you to understand the importance because a lot of time when you really think about it, everybody else may be busy in their own agenda. Sometimes people don't understand how important it is to you. And sometimes I tell people, matter of fact, when I have the inmates and I tell them, hey, look, if the, if the inmate needs something and some another inmate speak up for that person, that person that spoke up, I automatically remove them from my presence. And I say, well, you know what? Apparently, like if another inmate said, hey, look, this guy needs a pair of shoes. I always say, well, apparently he don't need it too bad because he didn't tell me. He having you to tell me. So apparently he don't need it. If he needed bad enough, he would tell me directly. And that's the thing. It shows the urgency when we take matters into our own hands and talk, open up our mouth, say it, speak it, and let people know what we want and let people know that, hey, this is important. And if you wait for somebody else to speak up for you, then apparently it ain't that important. So we have to allow ourselves to speak up for ourselves pertaining to matters of our business, if you want to say. Uh, there's another call at the last four is 0871. I'm going to go to them right now. Hello, welcome to Reconnect My Heart Radio Program. You're on the air. Hello? Okay. Some of this person just listening. Okay. So, like I said, when, when we speak up for other people, it handicaps them them become dependent upon us if we speak up for them. That can be emotionally dependent. It can be physically dependent upon us. And like I said, whenever we speak up for somebody else, we're liable or we are responsible for them. And that goes along with Sometimes when, um, if you want to say a grandmother, a grandmother, instead of allowing the mother or the parent to take care of the child, when grandmother steps in, you know what happens? Pretty soon, 
that child or that parent is going to brush that their child onto the grandmother. Why? Because if the grandparent is always, if you want to say, like I'm, I hate to say it in this term, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. If the grandparent is always sticking their nose in the parent's business, and what what that's my grandchild. I'm gonna take it. Don't worry about. It. I'm gonna take it. Okay, we're here. There you go. You go ahead. You take care of the grandchild. You go ahead. And you pay for the clothes. You pay for the shoes. And what happens now? That grandparent becomes stressed. That grandparent becomes worried. But also that grandparent becomes responsible for that grandchild outcome. So if you want to remove the stress out of your life, start allowing people to stand on their own two feet. When you become responsible or when you start speaking up for people, it becomes a weight or worry upon you. I've seen so many people, so many people, they try to take care of other people's responsibility. And we're not talking about people who aren't able to. We're talking about well-qualified, healthy people and got other people, got a parent or a grandparent doing things for them that they should be doing for themselves. But the thing is, you can't stop a grown person from doing something for somebody else. You can advise them, hey, look here, I'm able to do this. I can do this. And this is me. This is me. Um, my thing, I. some people think that it's, it's a problem, but what it is, I just try to make sure to let people know, hey, look, you can live your own life. I'll take care of this situation pertaining to me. And even if, and I tell people this, even if, Someone is not used to vocalizing or expressing themselves, regardless of how long it takes. I don't care if they stutter and it takes them five minutes, ten minutes to get it out. Still, don't stop them. Don't cut it off. Don't speak up for them. You allow them to get it out. It's a healthy exercise. It's building their confidence for them to be able to vocalize and express themselves. That's the key thing we have to do. We have to allow someone, allow people to speak about their situation or upon their situation. We have to allow them to vocalize. If not, what happens if you keep interfering or if you keep interrupting people, like I say, even though they might be stuttering, they might have a hard time getting it out, but allow them to get it out. If you don't, then what happens, they end up becoming frustrated. Or like I said, they'll end up relying upon somebody else to speak up for them. Or it hinders their vocabulary. And one of the things a good friend of mine, uh, Minister Tim, always say, most of the time when people curse, they curse because vocabulary is limited. Most people, if they start expound, expanding their vocabulary. They won't have to find curse words to substitute on how to express themselves. So in order for people 
to learn what their voice is or to be able to express themselves healthy, they have to speak up in their own situation. In other words, they got to stand on their own two feet. That does not mean that you're not caring for them or you don't love them. That's actually, if you want to say tough love, because it starts when they're small, but if they don't do it when they're small, then what happens then, they, like I said, they have to be a crash course because eventually you're not going to be with them always. And I can say this from personal experience because I see even as I was growing up, there was a situation where I was used to, me, this, me personally, I was used to having my sister with me, my younger sister. She was the more vocal of the two. So whenever we were around, I just relied upon her to speak. I just relied upon her to speak on behalf of us. And then when we got older, hey, she wasn't around. So what I would have to do, I would have to find creative ways to get my point across on what I wanted or what I needed. And so now as an adult, when I start seeing people, and sometimes I know like my mother, my mother may um, try to speak up for me or whatever, but what I try to do is, in my own way as a man to let her know that's okay. I got it. I'll say it. So number one, it helps me not just to speak up for myself, but it also helped me to not be lazy because a lot of times we may get into a place where we get complacent or you know what? Somebody want to do it. Okay. Hey, here, go ahead and speak up for me. And even at, like I say, as a man, we shouldn't allow that to happen because once we get comfortable, it'll be that much harder for us to stand up and speak on issues that matter. So each opportunity that we get, we need to keep our, our eyes, keep our ears, keep our voices sharp and vocalized in issues that are concerning us. And also not speaking up for someone in their own issues. So like I said, when you think about it, if you're at a wedding, I don't care how long they've been engaged. I don't care how much that husband or excuse me, that groom said he loves her. When the when I'm gonna say the judge, it could be the judge or it could be the priest. When he asks. Do you, um, if you, how to say, um, signify by saying I do? If he doesn't say anything, then you know what? Apparently he don't. Sometimes silence is your answer. That's just like what I was saying earlier, pertaining to the memorandum my coworkers didn't write. Their silence, their silence was their answer. So when we don't speak up in issues that concern us, sometimes we letting people know that what you're giving us is acceptable. So what we have to do, we have to remember it's important, especially for men. I don't think a lot of young ladies have a problem with this. I think a lot of times the guys, I think a lot of times the guys have a problem with speaking up. And 
it'll end up telling off even pertaining to the family. You'll see it. So we have to be able to speak up and vocalize and also realizing that it helps us in our experiences. It helps us with our confidence and it helps us to be assured that what we're saying we'll be able to get because we're stating exactly the specific thing of what we need instead of getting a general thing that people want us to have. I'm going to go back to the line. There's one more line I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to this line one more time. Uh, the last four of their telephone number is 0999. Hello. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Radio Program. You're on air. Hello? Just enjoying the program. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you, thank you. Okay. So, with that, ultimately, when it boils down to it, all of this is to help our confidence. All of us is to help us to even be less stressed. Like I said, it helps us with our confidence to feel proud to be able to say what we want, say what we need, and even stand on our own two feet when it pertains to a situation or a conflict. And for us to be able to resolve that conflict by vocalizing, speaking up for ourselves. And like I said, I realize it starts when you're small. But even if you don't do it, regardless if it's with your child or whatever, or even if it's yourself, when you realize, you know what, I need to start practicing. There are some schools that have speech. That's a good thing to be able to have your child to get into if it's available in their school district. Get into the speech program so that way it helps them to build their confidence and speak also, I know myself, when I first started working at my job, my evaluations for the first, I'll say, year or so, they always gave me positive feedback pertaining to my work performance, my appearance, but it's one hang-up that I had. They said that I would not speak out loud. They said I was too soft-spoken. <laughs> and I know even to this day, sometimes I do struggle with that. Sometimes I have to, sometimes I have people telling me, hey, what did you say? And I have to make myself speak up. That's something I have to continue, continue to work on. And this, this is me. Um, that's something I do work on constantly. But also what I do by me having a son and I see that he mimics me, he's just like me. What I try to do, I try to help him. So when I see situations where for him to start using his voice or even, let's just say, like I said earlier, when we go out to eat, I'll let him give the order. I'll let him uh, address. Um, now, I don't I don't just allow him to do it by himself. I'll take, I give them my order, and then I have him to give his order. So that way, it's helping him, but also it's helping me too. So, when I see him, I see him as a younger version of me. So that way I see, okay, 
Now, this is something that I have to work on, too, so that way uh, I can help him to not fall on some of those mistakes that I had when I was relying upon my sister or other people. So, like I said, even now, it helps me to vocalize, and also it helps me to be an example to him to let him know how to handle situations verbally. So, with that being said, it's very important for us to realize the importance of opening up your mouth. Because like I said, nobody cares about your situation better than you. Nobody is attached, emotionally attached, to your situation more than you. And especially as a father, it is our responsibility to respect, to protect our family. And we can't omit the verbal command that God has given us to be able to protect our family. We don't want to make our family feel vulnerable because dad is not speaking up for the family. So with all of that, we have to realize, along with the consequences of speaking up for other people or allowing other people to speak up for us, there is a benefit of knowing your voice, learning your voice, and realize you can rest assured that you don't have to rely upon somebody else when they don't really care. Like I said, they may not care about your situation, but I guarantee you when you're connected with your situation and you speak up or when it pertains to you having an opportunity to express yourself in that matter, then you can get what you need or what you want because nobody's going to explain it better than you. So with all that being said, for those who may feel inadequate, those who may feel insecure, those who may not have used their voice. I'm telling you from personal experience that God can help you overcome those situations. God can help you to overcome those insecurities, the low step esteem. And I'm not just talking uh, just to uh, about somebody that I don't know about. I'm telling you from personal experience because I walked in those shoes. I walked in those shoes when it pertained to, like I said, waiting for somebody else to speak up for you or having remained silent when you're in a situation and you don't know how to use your voice. I've been there. And like I said, as a man, as a father, it's a scary situation. But God can give you the strength, the courage, the confidence, the ability to speak up. And when he helps you, when you do it, there's a peace that comes. There's a confidence that comes. But you have to continue to work on it, continue to do it. And no matter what home that you came out of or your upbringing, even if, even if, let's say, daddy wasn't the vocal one in your family, even if you didn't see an example God himself can teach you so that way you don't have to pass that down to your children or to yourself. You can have God to help you to override those generational curses. And God can help you and give you the wisdom, the strength, and the ability 
to learn how to speak up for yourself and have his his command in your situation and he can help you with the confidence, with the assurance, so that way you can have what you need, you can have what you want on behalf of yourself and on behalf of your family. And also, if there's any other issues that you may have in your life, you may want to address. This is the opportunity for us to come to the altar and pray, even though we're on the line or over the telephone, but God has an altar for us, for us to cast all of our cares, all of our anxieties, all of our worries upon him because he cares for us. In case someone that may be listening who may not be saved, Romans 10 and 9 tells us, like I stated earlier, if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ your Savior and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And also know that God wants to God wants you to give him your hurt, your past, your unforgiveness. Give it to God. No matter what situation you might have dealt with, no matter what situation that you're in, if you give it to God, God can remove the burden. He can remove the hurt and the pain. And also for those who may have a special prayer request, in case you're not able to get on the line, we holding them up right now. I may not know you. I may not know your situation, but God knows it. So as we get ready to come together, you know what your needs, you know what your concerns are. Give everything to God and know he can fix it for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we coming to you right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We coming to you right now, God. God, we acknowledge your presence on tonight, God. God, we ask you all to help us in every aspect of our life, God. God, we ask you all to help us, God, to be mindful of your presence, God. And God, we ask you all to forgive us if there's anything we said or done or thought or felt that was unlike you, God. God, we ask you for your forgiveness and we receive your forgiveness. And we thank you for your forgiveness. God, we ask you all to help us, God. Those who may feel inadequate, those who may feel like that they're worthless, or maybe some who may be afraid or timid, to vocalize. God, we speak, God, that you help them. Give them the confidence that they need, God. In whatever situation, maybe on the job, maybe in the family, maybe even in their marriage, God. God, we speak, God, that you help them. Give them the confidence what they need, God. Help them, God, to utilize their voice right now, God. God, help them, God, and help them with edifying from you, God. Edify them, God. Give them their language. Give them their verbiage, God, on what to say, God, and handle the situation, God. Help them to handle whatever situation that they may be in right now in the name of Jesus. And say about everything you stand for, about every problem, about every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind every, uh, like, paralyzing fear that you try to put forth in God's people. We bind every fear. We bind every intimidating spirit. We bind every bullying spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, we speak in confidence. We speak in boldness right now. We speak in encouragement right now. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we even speak in God. Those who may be sick, touch and heal their bodies right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we even speak in God into the hospital room right now, God. Jeremiah daily, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for what you've already done, God. Continue to heal him, God. Bring more activity in the brain right now, God. And God, we speaking, God, that you line up every cell, every bone, every tissue, every organ, God. 
Line up with your word of healing and wholeness right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, anybody else that may be physically sick, God, touch and heal their body right now. In the name of Jesus, God. God, be speaking, God, that you regulate every blood, God, every blood cell right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, be speaking, God, that you help those, God, who may be hurting right now, God, emotionally, God. There may be something, maybe going through a divorce or a breakup, God. Be speaking, God, that you help them, God, that you encourage them, God. Raise up their head in this hour right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, be speaking, God, that you help the bereaved family, God, those that may be going through, God. They might have gone through some type of loss right now, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you help them, God, to realize that you never left them, God. You never abandoned them, God. They can lean and rely upon you. They can trust on you, God, and they can trust in you, God. And not only you will see them through, God, you will carry them through right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, there may be some, they may be looking for a job, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you lead them to the right job, the right employment, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you help everyone right now, God, that's listening to this broadcast, God. Be speaking, God, that you meet every one of their needs, God. And God, show yourself strong on behalf of the believers right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we ask God to help us, God, to praise God and give you a praise not just when the situation is over, but God, even right now, God, help us to have an attitude of praise, of obedience, God, of worship, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do right now. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in and listened and who supported this program. Feel free to contact me on Facebook. I'm Brother, that's B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P.S.M. Paul, R-A-T-E-R. You can read my daily devotions, videos on my page. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, or you can go to my website at www.brotherprater.org. You will see my daily devotions, upcoming events, personal appearances. Also, you go to the store section of my website, and you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Passing God of Fatherhood. A few good men was written to applaud the fathers who are taking care of their responsibilities, to educate and challenge those who are not, and to give single women a way to identify the qualities of a potential future husband and or father to present or future children. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in and who supported this program, and I thank you all for listening to Reconnect My Heart radio program. God bless you, and good night.